Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. I hope you are all just having a phenomenal, what do we call this, Cyber Monday. I tell you what, it is, uh, it's humorous to me to see the excitement of people over one of the most crazy and asinine events, and that is getting up before dawn to go shopping, or worse yet, going and having Thanksgiving, overeating, being full, and then deciding to go out that night to shop. Because if they would just do a little due diligence, you would find that, well, here's just one case. Did you know that flat screen TVs are cheaper in September than they are in October? They're cheaper in October than they are in November. So when you go out for Cyber or or for Black Friday, you're actually paying more than what you would have paid if you'd have just gone and bought one in September. So it's the craziest thing. My baby girl works at Carter's. I had to take her to work 3.30 on Friday, and they were there all day long. She worked 10 hours. Uh, really uh, just amazing to watch as, as she has fun. But the crazy people that are out there shopping and getting frustrated and getting mad and and all that stuff. So, you know, we are in the holiday season. And you may be saying, Troy, does that have anything to do with today's radio show? And it's absolutely nothing except this is Cyber Monday. And they'll have more sales. I'm getting, I mean, my email is just flooded right now with people saying, buy this, buy this, buy this. So be prepared. Be cautious. Uh, don't just jump into buying stuff when you get an email because it can be the worst thing you can do if you're actually being scammed by people. And that's why I'm bringing this up. Just be careful. We are continuing after a week off. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope everybody had a great one. I was in Atlanta uh, building our team. I tell you what, it was fun. The um, The founders of Ocean Avenue, the company that I actually work with, flew in in their schedule to meet with me and some of my top leaders, met with one of my iconic figures that helped mentor me when I was young, Hubert Humphrey. We had a wonderful time. And now they are off to Indonesia for two weeks, and I am back here at the office working with a broken foot, although I can tell you that it's going better than it was. So let's get into this. The most important minute in your network marketing career. We're in Chapter 11, The Power of the bamboo tree. Now, I don't know if you guys know much about bamboo and how that works, but I thought it was I thought it was profound because we're going to be talking about a a strategy that I have matter of fact I I first learned it back when I was a kid in AO Williams and it rings true no matter what network marketing company you're building. <clears throat> Bruce Lee said this and we all know he's such a great philosopher. Notice that the stiffest tree is most easily cracked while the bamboo or willow survives by bending in the wind. It's interesting to figure that out because, man, I live in Hurricane City. You know, so when you see this stuff happen and you read things like that, you think, huh, how true is that? And when you get down to network marketing, your goal, when you just get right down to it, is to build a business. A marketing and distribution organization is truly what you're building. You're going to, you, you, you want thousands of independent leaders, not independent apprentice, but independent leaders. And you want it in a way that the only time they really call you is to say, man, thanks for this golden opportunity that you provided. Thank you for your mentoring. You want to be on the phone daily, working four to five hours, 
And all you want to do is be on the telephone calling leaders saying, man, thank you, I love you, I appreciate you, this, you know, you're kicking it up, when do you want me to come visit? I mean, that's the goal. It doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight, but that's the goal. You want to create leaders. Now, there's always going to be people in the organization that don't want to be leaders. They just want to hang out. They want to be followers. That's awesome. You're going to engage them. You're going to work with them. You know, when you're doing events in their city, you want to bring them in and let them be the volunteers that help you out because they're just going to love it. But you really want to be a leadership factory, man. You just want to be building leaders. That's the, that's the overall key. See, your goal is to create an incredible lifelong relationships with, with people that that want stuff just like you. Now, your backgrounds might be a little bit different. Your your uh, man, even even your values might be different depending on where you where you grow grew up, what culture you're in. I mean, stuff like that. But the passion, the drive, is the same. See, this is what you're wanting. You want to really rock it out. You want to make it happen. You want to create these these relationships where no matter what country you're in, you've got a friend basically. But how do you make it happen? What do you do? See, your success in network marketing is going to be directly related to your roots. I remember the first time I heard that, I was sitting in an A.O. Williams meeting. They started talking about our roots and how your roots would determine where you're going to be going and, and what your life's going to be like. And I'm thinking, I'm screwed. Because they don't know about my family. And if i got to depend on my roots, I've got, I mean, they go clear back to southern sympathizers and guerrillas in the Civil War. And if I looked at my modern-day family, they were the last people that I was going to invite to an A.O. Williams meeting. I'm going to tell you that right now. I mean, they'd rather shoot each other. And I was freaking out a little bit until he went a little bit deeper. He said, I'm talking about the depth of your business, the roots. How deep are the roots in your business going to be? Said the secret to creating residual income. Security is what he called it. He said if you want to create instant cash flow, then you, you build wide. If you want to create financial security, you build deep. I never forget that. Funny thing is, I've seen a boatload of guys that we call leaders in network marketing that's got the shallowest business. Oh, they'll recruit 80, 90, 100 wide. They make that quick cash flow, and then they move on to another company. I'm talking about building something deep, building something that'll last, building something that when, when things don't go right in the business, you you still have a business. See, lifelong residual income, not passive income, residual income, means that you've got to build tap roots. You got to go great because, and here's why, you know, if you'll if you'll take a person on your front line and you start working with them and you build four generations down, I guarantee you, one about the time you hit that fourth level, you're going to find another leader just like you that's hungry. That wants it. I've seen this happen over and over and over. So what's this got to do with Chinese bamboo? 
mean, that's not like it's a rarity. I mean, they grow all over China. But the parallel is how that tree grows. See, a lot of people don't realize that the farmers over in China, and they probably do it in other parts of the world too, but what they end up doing is they go out and just kind of like what we do or what we used to do, I should say, in in America, they, they start digging by hand and they trench out and they plant the bamboo tree seeds. Now they make sure that that, that soil is as fertile as can be. I mean, they're looking for some some rock-solid soil. I'm not talking about weeds. I'm not talking about little... They they make sure that it's there. More than likely, they've been popping some dung all over it, and they've been fertilizing it for a few years before they even plant, because they're kind of like everybody else. But once they know that that is strong and fertilized, then they put the seeds down. Now, here's the interesting thing about this. Within weeks, they'll see a little tiny bamboo shoot break through the ground. Now, they're still fertilizing. You, you, if you study this, you'll find out that they're they're still taking care of the ground. They're watering it. But they're very careful not to disturb that little shoot. They want to make sure that the that the bamboo tree has the best growing environment. So they continue to till the ground a little bit, to water it, to put more fertilizer down, to keep the weeds out. They look for any bugs that might be there, a bunch of negative crap trying to trying to eat at it. A year later, that little bamboo shoot is still a little bamboo shoot. It hasn't grown in. That farmer continues to to toil in the fields every day, watering it, covering up too much sun, covering it up if it's getting cold, making sure if it's a drought season they got more water on it. Second year comes around, that farmer remains vigilant, but that little bamboo shoot has not grown whatsoever. Second year. That farmer looks down there and he sees all those little baby bamboo shoots. Nothing's changed. After four years of constantly working in that field, toiling, covering up, ensuring that everything that can be done to give it the optimal growth is there. Still no change. Now here, I want to stop a minute. Think about this. Where are you at 90 days into your daggum business? Now, here's what you're doing, and, and the reason I know you're doing it, heck, because I've done it. And here's what you're doing. My business isn't growing. Them guys over there, their business sure is growing. Man, they're sure kicking butt. My business isn't growing. I'm not made for this business. I'm going to quit. So-and-so told me, no, yesterday I'm just going to quit. My business ain't ever going to grow. See, instead of being out there fertilizing, out there toiling, out there making sure that you're watering the right stuff, keeping the weeds out, keeping the bugs off, you're wanting that instant gratification because you heard, hey, man, I heard about the challenge company in 90 days, man. You're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. 
seven days, fast star, whatever they call it, a bunch of garbage. That's a problem. False expectations, the wrong expectations. Hype and propaganda and every 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 day somebody falls for it. So in 90 days, 120 days, a year, they quit. Think about that for a minute. Matter of fact, think about a farmer. How many farmers in America would keep working in the same field for four years without any type of return on investment? But yet you want to know what happens? In the fifth year, after planting a bamboo tree, it starts to grow, and it grows rapidly. See, in the fifth year, the bamboo tree will grow three feet a day until it reaches 90 feet high. doesn't do anything for four years. And in that fifth year, it hits critical mass and grows three feet a day until it hits 90 feet. Here's the question, why? Why did the tree wait five years to grow? What's happening that you don't see? What 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 is this miraculous thing that goes on? I'll tell you exactly what it's doing. It's growing in the opposite direction. See, before a bamboo shoot grows out of the ground, it slowly builds its root Straight down. And the deeper that it goes, the more stability it has to bend in the wind without breaking. See, in order to handle the weight of a 90-foot tree that's coming out of a major growth spurt, the tree must mature itself with a strong center and it runs deep into the ground. See, this is what a true business is like. I honestly believe the reason the statistics show that 90% of all businesses fail within the first five years is because they don't have the tenacity to continue to grow their business. I've basically been an entrepreneur all my life. I've owned a business one type or another. doesn't mean I haven't worked for other people. But even when I worked for other people, I acted like I owned the doggone place because I just don't do well with authority unless they happen to have a uniform on. And then they have to have a insignia that says U.S. Marines. But it's one of those things that most of us just quit. We want to give up. We We fell in... We fell in a fallacy of, hey, get rich quick. Passive income. There's no really no such thing as passive income. Now, I've heard people say, well, Troy, you can't say that. Your wife's an author. She makes royalties. She does, as long as her books are selling. Well, Troy, I heard Ronald Reagan still made money in Hollywood. Yeah, if somebody bought those black and white DVDs. Not everybody's Star Wars. The majority of people, it's not about passive income anymore. 
It's not even about residual income unless you're doing something. But in network marketing, if you build your roots deep, you actually can create some great residual income. See, taprooting is the art of building deep into your business. And it's an art, guys. It, it, it's a science, but it is an art. Because you've got to teach other people the same thing that you're going through, and you've got to let them understand. It's going to be a four- to five-year process. It's not a 90-day deal. Now, you can run in 90-day madman cycles. There's no problem with that. But it's a four- to five-year process. And it starts when you're an apprentice. It starts right from the beginning. And if you teach your people this, then the expectations are set right. See, when the people first sign up, they are on an emotional high. They are kicking butt and taking names. And all of a sudden, somebody says, network, what? And they freak out. Or the other day, I get a call from a guy. Hey, Troy, now that I'm on your team, how do I sell this high-priced protein? <laughs> oh, He probably couldn't sell a Rolex watch either. Work with people. You keep digging and digging and digging, and you teach and you teach and you teach, and you grow and you grow and you grow, and you go water it and you water it deeper and deeper and deeper, and all of a sudden, you got a rock-solid taproot. You're going to lose people along the way, folks. I'm going to tell you that right now. There's some people, they'll say, just go get everybody. Just get, Man, just go get them. It's like a pot of beans. Who cares? Get them all. Put them in the water. Start them. Start them. Start them just sitting there, and all of a sudden they'll rise up, and those nasty ones will pop to the top, get rid of them. I used to watch my mom. She'd sit there, and she'd rip a bag of beans open. Big old bag of beans. And she'd start sifting and sorting, sifting and sorting, sifting and sorting, sifting and sorting. And all of a sudden, she'd have a little bitty pile of nasty beans. But she wasn't done yet. She'd rinse them, she'd put them in the water, and they'd soak. And all of a sudden, there's a few of them popped to the top. And you'd look down, and they were nasty, too. She'd just miss those. Off they'd go, boom. What was left turned out to be some pretty good ham hocks and beans. Same thing's going to run true with you. When you start digging these deep roots like that, you're gonna you're gonna get some. They're gonna they're gonna be dead roots. They're gonna be nasty roots. They're gonna weed themselves out. They ain't gonna be no good. That's okay. You got four to five years. You're just gonna keep cranking. See, your goal is to help as many people that that that, that start with you to build deep into the to the roots. To start building one at a time. Here's a root. You got the first. Let's build it. We used to say a recruit's not a recruit until they got a recruit. Now, in my company, I say they're not an ambassador until they got an ambassador. So you're, you're going to set the pace of what you're doing. I was, I was with some guys over the weekend. And they said, well, Troy, in your company, what did you do? I said, well, I came in at the Pearl Pack, and, and I'm kicking butt and taking names. That's just what I'm. That's what my goal is. That's why I'm up here in Atlanta. Oh, man, I can't afford that. That's fine if you can't afford that. Figure out what you can't afford. But don't use it as an excuse. you got 60 days to upgrade. You're in, you're out. It's that plain and simple. No, 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 fan, I don't have no, I don't, that fancy stuff. You're in or you're out. It's that plain and simple. Here's what you need to do. Here's where you need to go. You're in or you're out. Let's make it happen.
Right now. Let's roll. That's the name of the game. Now you're gonna some people you're gonna irritate because they want to be coddled and they wanted to be nurtured a little bit more. You don't nurture people before you get the get them in the ground. You know, when they're when they're planting the bamboo tree, they don't nurture the seed. They nurture the soil. They get the soil all prepared. That's your business. You're the apprentice. You know your stuff. Then you go out there and you find that seed and you bring them in. We call them prospects. You go out there, here's what you can do. You plop them right down the middle of it. Here's where you go. Well, I just don't know if I want to be put in that ground. Okay, well, I'm going to set you aside because I don't have time for that right now. We're going to put you over here to soak. Now, if you raise to the top, then, you know, maybe you're not ready. But if you stick it out there and you're digging deep, then we'll know you're ready to roll. And you just keep on cranking. You invest your time with the people that want it, not the people that need it. Oh, I don't know about that, Troy. It's what Jesus did. It's what other leaders do. You invest your time with people who want it, not people who need it. Let me segue into my faith just for a minute. Jesus goes into a camp of leopards. All of them need to be cured, but only one of them really, really wanted to be cured and believed. Bunch of people laying around a well that believed if the angel comes down, taps his feet into the water, and you fall in, you'll be cured. All of them needed it. One of them really wanted it bad. Jesus healed him. A woman that's bleeding uncontrollably believed that if just touched the hem, she wanted it. See, he didn't he didn't heal everybody. He didn't even talk to everybody. He didn't even ask everybody to follow him. Ah, that sent us down a segue. See, people who want it we'll be calling you on the telephone they'll be digging deep in what's going on they don't just sit there and say hey you gonna do this for me nope but you get them rounded up and I'll sure come talk to them see that's the name of the game right there and when you do that you're gonna find like minded people and you're gonna be able to tap root it deep deep you want you, I want you to remember this. Dunn says this better than I can. Let me pull up what he said. Leadership is not the direction you give, but the example you set. Your goal should be to teach someone new in your team the most important minute strategies as often as possible. It's all about what's in this book. You get that new apprentice started? Now, in my case, it's easy because as soon as they join my team, they get this book. And we're on it. And I'm getting ready to do some new videos. They're going to be over on my team site, so they're going to be ready to rock and roll. That's the name of the game. You don't give up. You don't stress out. You don't wonder what's happening. You roll with it. And when the apprentice gets somebody and they bring them on, you are the master. You're the leader. You start working with the apprentice-apprentice and their job. 
until they decide they want to become a leader and they kick it up a notch, you help them. You taproot it. You dig it deep. Build relationships as deep as you can build them. That's the name of the game. Now, if you listen, if you bring in a leader, and that leader says, hey, man, you leave my team alone, be respectful of that. If he's got leaders underneath him want to talk to you, they'll, they'll raise up. They'll come talk to you. You won't have to... You won't have to uh, betray the respect and the trust of that person you've got. You just want to be able to set the example so the apprentice do everything that you do. You do it over and over and over and over, and here's what you do. You do it until you have 20 new people in that team. That could be 20 deep. That could be five deep, five wide. I don't care what it is. You may, but you want every every leg should be tap rooted. Now, some people will, will will tell you that you just you know you need to be twenty levels deep. You figure out what works for you. I'm not going to tell you that, but you need twenty people on that team. You got twenty people deep on a team. I guarantee you, you got a team. Every time you're meeting with somebody, you want that apprentice there if you're doing it locally. If you're doing it um, on the web or, or from a distance and, you, you know, use Google Hangouts, do something, it's all free. There's so many free ways to build your business now, just roll with it. See, that's what it's about. See, as you're taprooting your business, you have to stay focused on the objective. As you're taprooting, the people that you bring in are going to see what you're doing. By the time you have 10 to 20 levels down, in, in Ken's case, that's what he believes you got to go 10 to 20 levels. You're going to have two to three people who have naturally started to duplicate. By the time you rock solid in that leg, you're going to find out that you've got other leaders and it's like a bamboo tree. But it isn't going to happen overnight. It's going to take you four to five years. And if you dig it four to five years and you keep going and you keep going and you keep going, and you don't keep freaking switching companies every, every all the time. Well, I, I made it six months, Troy, and I switched to a new company. Well, how, what good did that do you? Now you got to start all over again. And you want to build it and build it big. I mean huge. When you do that, the sky's the limit on where you can go. That's the name of the game. Man, it is Monday. We are, we're getting ready to hit this. You're going to love December. We have got some great stuff. We're going to be going into a brand new book called Growth. I'm not going to tell you who it is or all of it, but it's going to be a great book. You're going to love it. Tomorrow we're in Chapter 12, Becoming a Mentor. You're going to love this chapter. It's a real good chapter. Folks, live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous. Stay strong. And if you're in network marketing, act like it. You've been listening to the Beachside CEO, heard on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive pirate radio.